it's February 28th and it's the one of those Februarys where there's 29 days in February it makes you just wonder the whole utility of the Gregorian calendar and how ridiculous it is how much more logically it could be if there was 13 months and 28 days that aside I wanted to do a quick vlog update on the homestead and kind of talk about the pond and I don't know just a little bit of plans I haven't made a video in a while, so I felt uh, kind of inspired to do it. I got a new dusting of snow. Our, basically, our, our our snow has been mostly all melted um, up until this morning when I woke up. We got a, like an inch of snow, which is actually kind of welcome because we do need it. It's good to have snow in the mountains over winter, and uh, we do live in the mountains, so it's welcome. Though it might be a little inconvenient, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Anyways, I'm at the pond here. And I'm at the highest that I've been able to fill it at this point. And I've been pumping it every single day. I've got this, uh, you can see there's a little bit of a line coming out there through my culvert, which is where the line comes from, from the catchment pond down below. And that catchment pond has been functioning extraordinarily well. It takes in, it must be tens of thousands of liters of water a day. And all as all that, <clears throat> and if you excuse me, my voice is still a bit crackly. I was recovering from a little bit of a, I don't know, some kind of sickness I got while I was down in uh, Acapulco, Mexico. I still got a bit of my tan, I'm noticing, so that's good. But uh, I was just out of out of commission for at least seven days when I got back from Mexico. So I don't know what it was. Maybe it was my body tox detoxing from all the EMF that I was subjected to and whatnot. But either way, so pond is being pumped up, but I've decided to stop. I've decided to stop pumping it because it's leaking too much and it's leaking almost as much as I pump it every day. So it's quite a bit. And I found out where it's leaking. It's down below. You can see that wet spot there. It's coming through the rock fissures. It, mu it must be because the dam that I'm standing on here is, is very sealed and it's functioning as it should. Um, but there's leaking over there and it's in rocks and it could be even in some of the rocks here. So I've decided, okay, forget it. I'm going to stop pumping this because uh, you know, it takes probably uh, 10 kilowatt hours of power to, to pump this every day. And we're getting another little blast of winter where the sunshine is going to be gone for a bit. So I don't have the excess power to just throw into this. I need it for other things. So those are the kinds of decisions you have to think about when you're off grid is where you, uh, you know, you're, you're allocating your resources when you need them. So I'm going to stop pumping it. And I had my pond guy up here yesterday and we are have decided to do something pretty radical with this pond come summer um so basically what's kind of happening here is i go along this other part of this isn't the dam but it's another part of the dam in a way it just doesn't have a lot of hydrostatic pressure because water's coming down below it which is also making it build up here and then it's also working its way down there and that's also part of the reason why it's wet down there it's two reasons it's the pond is leaking and that and so I had a conversation with my pond guy yesterday about, well, why don't we just kind of rebuild this pond? Not fully, but just rebuild it so that it gets passive water coming in. I don't have to do this pumping and it'll make it a bit, quite a bit bigger. Uh, but I think we can handle it because the water I see coming in is consistent. I mean, it's, it's overflowing. That pond, despite me pumping it 12 hours a day at a rate of five GPM, so let's say that's 50 so let's say 60 uh gallons of what would that be i forget what anyways you figure it out <laughs> too much for me to process right now in the morning but um 
5 GPM for 12 hours a day, I'm pumping uphill and it's still more water. That pond is still taking more water and overflowing into the culvert system, the whole drainage system of that pond. So that tells me there's a lot of water coming in despite the fact that we haven't had that much snow. So what I'm gonna do is this whole part of the pond here, we're gonna get rid of all this material and bring it back this way. And we're gonna open this pond up into the hillside. So you can kind of see the ground, even with this two-dimensional perspective, you can see that my ground goes up this way. And that's where all this shedding comes through. And we actually walked through the forest and really identified where the springs are coming up. And, and springs and forests are just fascinating because they seem to defy gravity uh, as far as just the, the, the water going down and, and following the path of least resistance. When you have the sponge effect of a forest floor, water gets attracted into it and it seems to just kind of move all over the place. It's really, it's really interesting. Anyways, what we can do is essentially extend this dam over to here. So this is more bedrock. That's more bedrock, that knob there. So basically we're going to bring the pond out in this way and then we'll, we'll seal it. Like I'll come in with dry bentonite clay in the summer and we'll properly seal this whole damn thing. I don't think we'll need a geotextile liner. I'm quite confident we can do it with bentonite clay. I've talked to a number of guys now who say that will be the solution. And so we'll open it up this way. So we'll have to take out some trees in here and, and, and basically hollow out another almost the size of this pond area, maybe, maybe two thirds the size of this area will now be pond. And then the top of it won't be bermed. The landscape will just work its way into it. So what that'll mean is that this pond will actually fill before the pond below because we're capturing most of the water that's uphill that's making its way down to that pond through here will capture it this way and so the the great thing will be is that this pond will not will just passively fill and then when it hits the spillway here it'll just spill over into the pond down below so now instead of having to fill from one pond and then pump using electricity i won't have to do that i'll be able to do it entirely passively so that seems like a, a far better solution. And, and you know, that's kind of what it is with these things. You have to kind of live and learn. You just have to try. But the good thing is, is that we won't have to, the most amount of working and engineering, if you will, went into this, into this Keyway Dam here. It's the most critical part of a pond's infrastructure. And in this part in particular, it's important, because, it's particularly important because it's a lot higher off the ground. So the structure of this is super integral. But as it comes up to here, this ground actually goes up. So this will just be basically carrying on this corner and then going over this way and slightly boomeranging or bending it around towards the uphill. But that bank won't hold nearly as much hydrostatic pressure because the pond won't be as deep here uh, as uh, uh, in this new place as it is here. So uh, that that's good. But I will be taking out these trees here uh, and just and just getting rid of this material and bringing it over here once we get in here and clean this up. But you can see here, this is just water down here. And some of that might be seeping through from this pond. That's definitely possible because this material wasn't as clean as some of the material that was used in the dam. However, this is a little bit lower of a level and uh, I lasered it and um, we can see that the water is naturally coming down this way through here. And so it's damming up here and then going around the pond and making its way downhill as it would. 
So if we open all this up, uh, and basically now what will happen is this high side here, we'll be getting rid of this and just carrying that in here. So we'll, we probably won't dig this area as deep as this area. We'll, we'll more or less just um, keep it shallower and it'll be in the trees and stuff. And it'll, it'll kind of look like that pond down below that's kind of shallow for part of it. The swimming part of the pond will definitely be here where it's open to the sky and it gets a lot more sunlight. But this will just become now a catchment that'll just be draining down into here. So I'm super excited about that. But unfortunately, you kind of just have to um, try these things and see how they work and then get get at them again in the summer because I won't be able to do this in the spring. There's still too much water coming in here. And uh, we'll see how long this pond takes to drain. I'm basically stopping pumping it now and I'm just going to let it let it just drain and we'll see how long it takes. So today is the officially the first day, or last night was. I stopped pumping it last night at 7 p.m. And uh, yeah, now we're just going to see how long it takes to drain. And so it's kind of cooled down recently. And so now this is frozen. And so it'll kind of crack as the structure on top of ice holds as the water drops. But then it'll start to crack and sink. And so it'll be kind of neat to watch. Um, but also it makes it so that you can't really see the level. I can go to some certain spots and bang around and get the water level to find out. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. We're going to let this drain and then we'll circle back to it in the summer. And I think that's, I'll leave it there for this one, folks. And I'll see you in the next one.